With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Oh, live from New York, it's the show that, quote, does sports criticism and is beautiful. Oh, that's first thing first. So it's me who said that. Today, Aaron Rodgers preparing for the Lions. Is he also preparing for life after football? Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson still not practicing. Does this mean the Ravens' playoff chances are over before they started? And finally... Oh, if you're looking for some motivation, well, you came into the right saloon. We pour that (laughs) by the keg here. It's time for the bud list. Well, not time. I and I'm the, the bartender. Oh, That's right. I like that. That's right. Oh, I'm pouring Wilde. motivation, baby. <laughs> Nick Wright. And Chris Broussard, who's pouring motivation. <laughs> just else? the joke wilds me. What? He just made the same joke. Yeah, but he's the bartender. <laughs> motivation saloon. But we start with the Cowboys at Commanders Sunday afternoon on Fox. Cowboys not resting. Commanders starting their third quarterback this year. That's going great. Uh, Jason Witten thinks the Cowboys are just dandy. They're playing at a high level right now, scoring a lot of points. Defensively, not giving up much. They can get to the quarterback. They can cover, play good on special teams. I don't see really any weaknesses in that football team, Brew. I've You've missed seen that incisive flaws. commentary from Witten. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, he tried his best. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because no, I don't agree with Jason. Okay. And I see a ton of weaknesses on and off the field. Now, I'm going to start. I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. The number one weakness is their culture. Okay? Their culture is a soap opera. Their culture is uh, too much drama. Yep. To be frank, it's a bit clownish. Okay? Hey. And that culture, that was, no, that culture does spread down. It trickles down to the players, and it creates just a little bit too much silliness. And look at the top franchises in the NFL. Sure. Pittsburgh, New England. San Francisco, Baltimore, Green Bay. Green Bay, of course, Aaron Rodgers. But coming from management, coming from ownership, do you ever see mess like this anywhere else but Dallas? Oh, maybe the Raiders. Okay, they're not very good either. Even now, Kansas City, Buffalo, some of the teams that are really good. You don't see this. There is a their culture is not, in my view, conducive to winning huge. And then on the field, they got some issues as well. They're not just they're more style than substance. Here's the issues on the field. Dak, I like him, but he's got he leads the league in interceptions and he missed. He's played 11 games. Mm-hmm. All right, the run defense. Get this, guys. Tampa Bay. You know how bad Tampa Bay's run defense is. 
The first game of the season when they beat Dallas, they ran 452 yards. Oh, how bad Tampa's run offense is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. run offense. Yep. Yeah, they ran 452 yards against Dallas. That's bad. Goal to go. We know okay. the red zone. I mean, it's beyond yeah. red zone. Goal to go. They, they can't stop anybody once they get in the 10-yard line. And then the you, penalty. Can I the say, you make, I, I a suppose, case. a compelling case. Yeah, really good. I think you are way too down on the Cowboys. Now, this is, I'm in a weird spot because I agree, and by agree I mean I've been saying for a month that Tampa is destined to go on some very annoying playoff run, and that would almost assuredly mean they beat Dallas. However, I think one could make a very compelling argument that of all the NFC contenders, the Cowboys have the least glaring weaknesses. Now, the reason I'm not picking them is I also think they don't have a singular strength like the San Francisco defense well, sorry. or well, the defense. I mean, the rush, pass rush, no, the pass defense. No, I, I, but I think the San Rushing Francisco game. defense is better. Yep. I think the magical pixie dust of Brady is more is impactful. Oh, I, I'm, well, I, listen, I've just seen it the for dream, two decades. Of course, yeah. It doesn't matter. The point is this: I think for the Cowboys, you you talk about the Cowboys like yeah, they're lucky to sneak in the playoffs. They've lost four times this year. Hold on, let's talk about those losses True. though. First loss, first game of the year. Bad game, poorly played. Their quarterback also broke Long his thumb. Ago. Well, second loss. The game. I mean, second, oh, I understand. The, the second loss was with their backup quarterback against the current number one seed. Since Dak has been back, they have lost twice, both games in overtime. Once to arguably the most talented quarterback ever, and the other to Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you. I, I mean, it's just what it was. Break. It was to the Prince and Aaron Rodgers. I'm just telling you. So they have, since Dak's Shot been back, bro, they've lost <laughs> two times, both in overtime, both against teams that are currently alive for the postseason. So wh- th- this dysfunction you're describing, I, I, I understand they are messy. I agree with that. But they are a high-scoring team mm-hmm. with a potent defense that can has I, can some. I st- can I stop down on the potent defense? Yeah. Can we show the graphic? Because we keep saying potent are- defense because there's this idea in our head Ooh. that mighty Dan Quinn has this defense run cooking on all cylinders. Yeah. Daniel, these are not. not good. With all Hold due on. respect. Three hundred total. Is that passing yards or total yards? That's passing. That's total yards, right? Opponent yards, 300 yards is a that good game. That might mess up your graphics. No, so no. Look, regardless, these are a lot of yards. <laughs> yeah. No, the other one, Trayvon Diggs. I know he's supposed to come up with the ball. Trayvon Diggs has gone nine weeks without an interception. Yeah. He's got three on the year. The last one was before Halloween. Yeah. Micah Parsons, who I know that we think that he's going to terrorize the quarterback. He's got one sack in his last five games. He's got five QB hits, so maybe those affected the game. Oh. But this idea... That Dallas has this mighty defense I didn't say is mighty. more of an idea than when you actually the no, grind no, no. the all. I think the strength is actually their offense. Yeah. I think last year they're a high scoring offense year that in was the league. The too. This year they're a top. I, I understand that. We saw that. what happened in the playoffs. I get it. I am not sitting here guaranteeing the Cowboys go on some long run, but you have been guaranteeing for months they won't. And what I'm saying is. I think, pardon me, this team's upside is incredibly high. That this team... That, now, haven't I said right, that? But, but the you, ceiling's as correct. high as anyone but, in the NFC. So, I don't know, but what I guess I don't understand is why you're so convinced they can't reach that for a couple of games. Well, a couple of games. Here's, here's what I'm convinced of. There is a 50-50 chance. When they step out on the field, when they come through the tunnel and get on the field, 
there's a 50% chance they might bring their F game. That that's what I'm. That's what I'm I mean, and I know. Look, we don't have evidence know, of that this year. I know that what? you you don't look at close wins over bad teams as a problem because I because that's what the Chiefs. That's do what every time. team so in the you, league does. That's my uh, point. Hold on, the Chiefs are arguably. These, hold on, stop for a you second. You look at these close games Bro, over bad. Everybody teams. has them. Uh, had, Dallas has had a number of them And recently. Dallas has also scored 33-0 in a fourth quarter against a team. Dallas yeah, has also Jeff Saturday. Okay, and they've also goals. blown out the Vikings. So here's the thing. You, when you, with, of course, I don't look at close wins in the NFL as a bad thing because everybody has them. And if the argument is, oh, the Chiefs do it, this isn't an offense of the Chiefs. One could argue the Chiefs are the best team in football, and even they do it. For, the, for you to say half the time the Cowboys bring their F game, then half how are they 12 and 4, having missed their quarterback for a third of the games? If half the time they bring their F game, why have they not lost in regulation with their starting quarterback since week one? A little less, half is a, little, a bit high, obviously. They're 12 and 4. But you, you see, when I do this. Do what? When I say Tampa, when I point out all of Tampa's weaknesses. They don't have And then say they're does. going to win uh-huh. against Dallas yeah. in round yeah. one. I'm contradictory. I'm Mr. Inconsistency. But when Nick, oh, who's picking the Cowboys to lose in the first round, yes, however, gets up here and praises him, oh, because he's still – he's going to say to you, who first when of they all, call me, you're going to say, Mr. Consistent. Uh, first it's of not, all, it's not I am only picking the Cowboys <laughs> to lose in the first round definitively if they're playing Tampa because Tampa's going to go on a very annoying playoff run. However, and it's rare this happens, Wilds, if my pick is wrong, what I am – adamant about is the winner of Cowboys Bucks is going to play in the conference championship game. If they can get past the magic of Tom Brady, they're going to be who they play in round two, which will be almost assuredly Philadelphia. That I'm very confident in, and we'll listen, yeah, we'll see how I it guess plays you know out. Jalen won't be but I, but I I think the Cowboys are being underrated on this okay. show. Head to Philly where the Eagles are 14-point favorites over a Giants team that should be resting plenty of guys. Not quite sure Who's going to be the QB? But this is video from today of Jalen Hurts. Hold on. I am a doctor. Let me check out how this is going. Footwork seems good. That looks good to me. Uh, Nick, any reason for Jalen to play against the Giants? Yeah, of course. All the reasons. First of all, do we all agree that the Eagles, maybe you guys aren't as down on the Eagles as I am, but do we all agree that the Eagles lose and they all of a sudden go from the one seed all year to the five seed and they're on the road the entirety of the playoffs? They're not making the Super Bowl. Eh, I don't know about that. Okay. Uh, it was, Most I guess we don't likely, all agree. Yeah. But I wouldn't say. I wouldn't you wouldn't give them zero percent. But do we, let me rephrase not great. it. Do we all agree this is a critical game that they win? Sure. Okay. The 14 point favorite. For many reasons. Right. I, I understand that and they should win. But we also saw them lose to a team far worse than the Giants last week and the Saints by 10. We saw that. They scored 10 points, and they lost in large part because Gardner Minshew threw a pick six, and the offense couldn't get off the ground. So there's one reason that Jalen should play. But even if we remove that from the equation, if you were to come to me and say, here's the deal, I'm guaranteeing you the Niners and the Cowboys are losing this weekend. So you guys can lose and still be the one seed. Don't worry about it. I'd still play Jalen. Because he is, if, if they do get the one seed and he does not play this week, he will go more than a month without playing. And the most recent time he did play was his worst game of the year. How can I, anyone not think that is a recipe for disaster? 
Your quarterback who looked like a potential league MVP plays one terrible game, then doesn't play for a month, and then he's back in the playoffs where his only memories are playing terribly. Like, of course it's a bad idea for him not to play until the postseason. Of course it is. What do you think? I think he should. I think he should rest. I think he should what? be healthy. He shouldn't play. No, he should. First, here's what I think: the 49ers are winning with Brock Purdy. The Cowboys are in the position they're in because Cooper Rush won them a bunch of games. So Nick Sirianni, if you want to be in Coach of the Year conversations, win a game with Gardner Minshew against the Giants' JV team. Is that too much to ask? And give Jalen some time. I don't buy the fact that, like, rest versus rust. I, I just don't buy that he needs to, like, get in the flow. I think they should be able to win this game. If he's 100%, yes, he should go. If he's 80%, if he's 80%, he should go. If he's 78%, <laughs> he should rest until you can get up to 80%. I, of course, if he's not healthy, don't play him. But I, I'm with Nick completely. First of all, lock up the one seed. Okay, lock you up the should be seat. able to do that with Gardner Minshew. But here's the other thing, and I'm going to throw this out. This, you'll say the same thing to this. They're on a two-game losing streak. You don't want to go into the playoffs. Of course you three, don't. Even if they were to get the number one seed. Agreed. You don't want to go in on a three-game losing streak. And Nick is right. Hurts has got to get out there and play. His last playoff performance was bad. Now, oh, I know he's mentally strong and he probably can overcome it, it's but still, the last time he stepped out there on the play, playoffs, he was bad. The last game he played in the regular season this year didn't play that well. I think he needs to go out there and play well. They need to see it. And look, rust is real, Wilds. Mon- you guys know I was off all last week. I come back Monday. You were cooking. It was a little awkward no, inside. It was a little awkward. No, I agree with A tad Bruce. bit <laughs> yeah, rusty. I was like, where's he been? Right. Yeah. And then I, 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 mean, I get what, my legs under best. me after Monday, yeah. and I've been awesome the rest of the week. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, it, it is real. You you need to get that rust off. I, I just the, – the, uh, my, my last point, I'll do it quickly. Even if the Eagles had won last week yeah. and the one seed was locked – I would be arguing Jalen's got to get some time on the field this week. And it's not just the rest versus rust thing. It is also the only truly bad game he's played all year was his last one. And he also was bad in the playoffs. And, and I know you guys don't it's like when I bring guy. up non-NFL. But, but here's the thing. Oh, do not talk. You're going to talk. Go ahead. Say yeah, it. I am. <laughs> Hold on. Tua is going to come in the Eagles. Here I, I am ready to go. What I am, you are right. He is. A, so it's very interesting what you said. And I said I'll be quick, but I guess I'm not being that quick. <laughs> um, he's a different player. He's not a different guy. He's not a different person. He is still, he still has the history of, I was playing for a national championship and my coach took me out. Yeah, that still exists. Know, but he is so and locked in. I agree with that. But my point you know is, he and then last year, we're in the playoffs and we shocked everyone. And we get annihilated. He needs some positive momentum going into another elimination game where it is not where he has had his most athletic success. That's all I'm saying. That's why for Trevor, all those state championships matter. Oh, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. <laughs> they do. They beat Valley High. did a great job. A hundred. Trevor Lawrence, Gatorade Player of the Year. Uh, Before we go, we want to leave you with some uplifting news on DeMar Hamlin. Here is Dr. Timothy Pritz out of UC Medical Center. Take a listen. To paraphrase uh, one of our partners, you know, when when he asked, did we win? The answer is yes. You know, DeMar, you won. You've won the game of life. Uh, And that's probably the most important thing out of this. And we really need to keep him at the center uh, of everything else that's going on.
Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. Lloyd C., a grad student in literature, originally from Rockford, Illinois, is a fan of one of the great American art forms. What is that, Lloyd? I love sports talk radio. <laughs> um, my favorites are Shannon Sharp and Nick Wright, and I just, I, you know, I do literary criticism because I'm a grad student, and I think what they do is sports criticism, and it's beautiful. Okay. Whoa! Oh, that's right! Okay. My guy Lloyd Side. Follow him Lloyd. on Twitter at LloydSide333. What a legend. What I'm a legend with great taste. Haircut, I love too. that show. The Nick and Shannon show is so <laughs> oh, great. I listen to it all the time. Oh, no. he was, the takes are fun. Okay. Oh, don't blow out my candle and make yours burn brighter. That is a great moment. He's got great taste. He's I don't know what He's mimicking you your hair, dude, too. No, he's not I mean, mimicking any of his own man. No, he uh, looks great. How did he, he do on Jeopardy? He won. He's the champion, actually, Coach. He'll be back today winning more money because he's obviously a genius with Great there taste. wasn't a sports topic. There was no sports. Oh, okay. No, it's a Nick. Be honest, you knowing? No, you never. mentored him. No, weeks, <laughs> no. The guy from Kansas City. They were together. No you, they, he went to Nick's high he school. He did an internship. This is like the coolest moment of my life. No and y'all are ruined. I thought it was oh, good. Lions at, Lions at Packers Sunday night. Winner goes to the playoffs. Green Bay favored. Here's Rodgers talking about the future. I got a lot of uh, great memories here at Lambeau, and hopefully can add another one on Sunday. You don't know what the future holds, but uh, when I think about that, it's nothing but gratitude. Not remorse or sadness, just gratitude for the time that I've been here, the amazing memories that I've had on this field. Uh, been a lot of great moments, um, but you know, I'm still undecided. Uh, uh, we're all undecided about the future, and we're just gonna enjoy uh, Sunday night and hopefully have some more to play for. Huh? Hmm. What? Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't get it. What do you? Well, well it's all about manifesting, you know, success, and then all of a sudden we're talking about the future. That was odd. Well, here's the thing. Like Does everyone at the table agree there's no chance he's retiring? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We've talked about that before. So what's he talking about? I don't know. So I have not been able to reconcile uh, all for the last month, and I know you guys have thought it's silly, but I'm adamant in it. Why the Packers seemingly didn't even consider wanting to get a better look at Jordan Love. Oh my Just, God! Wait, because second. they're about to be wait, in the playoffs. They're going to get the playoffs. Wait. Okay, I don't. First of all, I don't know <laughs> Easy who they answer are. answer for that. One. Second of all, second of all, <laughs> and set that, the other dude. Set that aside. Right yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
Go ahead. Sorry, we interrupted your take. I don't know why people think this LeBron James is a good basketball player. No, I mean, really, is that obvious? No, he never gets interrupted on Nick and Shannon. No. <laughs> wow. I mean, God, it's crazy. Go ahead. Sorry. Start, next again. Right Start again. Okay. Start again. You had a theory. No, it's what We're it buying seemed it. Okay, like we'll it listen. was. It was irrational. And then the word out of Green Bay is it's because they don't need to see Jordan Love. They're picking up his option yep. no matter what. But that also seemed irrational because that option is for more than $20 million. And while that won't go into effect next year, it would go into effect the year after. And you have Rodgers under contract then. So it's like, wait, you're picking up that option and then going to trade Jordan Love, but nobody's seen him play. And someone, you know, I brought this point up to, you know, someone far more respectful than you three jokers, Mark Schlereth, (laughs) and he said he believes it's because the Packers, he wasn't reporting this, it's just his intuition, the Packers have decided this is Aaron's last run, that we are trading Aaron after this year. And then I was talking with our dear friend Colin Coward. Again, that would be a good show. Nick and Colin, maybe we can work with that. You guys just laugh at my theories. (laughs) Uh, But uh, he said he thinks your guy, Mike Vrabel, might try to make a run at Aaron Rodgers. And I'll tell you this much, letting Aaron have the last run, and then Aaron all of a sudden ominously talking about, like, we'll decide it's been great playing at Lambeau almost in the past tense. To me, absolutely opens the door, Coach that this will be Aaron Rodgers' last season with the Packers, that they will be trading him, that they will be moving on to Jordan Love, which is the exact timeline that the Rodgers-Favre thing happened. Three years after drafting a guy in the first round, he still wanted to play, you were ready to move on. It shouldn't. It's not a shocking, crazy idea, and it seems like Aaron thinks it's on the board. At least that's how I read those comments. Well, it's shocking from this perspective is there's $99 million in dead money. So how do you get past the ninety? No, no, no. If you cut him, there is. If you're trading him, it's far different. Trading him, it's like forty million, but you're paying Jordan Love nothing next year, so you could deal with it. Okay, forty million is is still a substantial. A substantial. A, a, a substa- I think it would be the greatest amount that that we've seen in terms of dead money. I, I know we're we're hitting new peaks each each year with that. The idea of him going to to Tennessee. Look, I don't think Mike would would turn down a Hall of Fame quarterback. But there's also a type of player that, that fits into that system, and I don't know if, if that, his personality totally mm-hmm. fits into the system and the philosophy of, of the way the Titans are, are built. Now, could it happen? Yeah, it could happen. It's just, this whole thing is just it, it, it's difficult to swallow. If you have so much gratitude for Green Bay, why would you sign a contract like you signed? Why would you... We, put him in such a bad position financially if you weren't planning to be there for two or three years. Yeah, I mean, like it look, makes no sense. The, the smart thing to say would be like, I'm under contract. Like, why are we talking about my future? I'm under contract. But I do think this about Aaron Rodgers. I think we'd all agree off the field. Don't you think there's some similarities to a Phil Jackson, the great coach? I sure. Mean, okay. Phil Jackson was always about stay in the moment. And I really do think Aaron Rodgers' mentality is I'm just going to stay in the moment. That's when I'm at my best versus thinking about the future. This is my speculation, but that's where I think he's at. And I think he just doesn't, like philosophically, doesn't want to talk about the future or commit himself to something in the future except when there's money on the line, well, like, like the but, $50 million Well, I'm just stuff. saying, Chris, if he's saying in the moment, why is he always bringing up the future? Why is he, why is he even entertaining it? Why well, not they're, just say, they're asking questions. I'm worried about this game. This is all I'm yeah, focused on, good. and we want to move forward. I don't want to be a distraction. I, I don't think of, you'll be traded because of the contract. 
But if someone were to want him, and maybe this late run, even though he hadn't been great, maybe a team will say, you know what? Somebody we got would all the want other him. Okay, well, for that money, though. Yeah. If somebody will want him for that money, if I'm the Packers, I'd be open to trading him. Sure. I, guys, the, 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 Wilds, go ahead. The, no, sh- I wouldn't trade him. He's great. It's great He's play. not great. He should retire as a Packer. Okay, it's really okay, and well, Favre should too. Montana, I, the whole, yeah, what Montana are we talking wasn't about? a great story. The, I went, went to the playoffs with the Chiefs. No, I, no, no but I'm saying, but, but he didn't right. retire with the and Niners. Are we also assuming that Jordan Love is to Aaron Rodgers what Aaron Rodgers was? No, not I'm not. But the but pretty, all, right. listen, I agree with that. But all the reporting in Green Bay is that they are picking up that option. They have seen enough from him. And what I am. The point I have been trying to make, even though this Packers winning streak to some makes the point irrelevant, not to people that can see the bigger picture, that's but evidently right. that's, that's right. one of one on the stage. Uh, the, the, I, the fact is, is they are right now trying to juggle two things at once that are not juggleable, which is Jordan Love being on this team with Aaron Rodgers when he's no longer essentially free. Yeah. And if, he, if they are both on the roster next year, then guess what? The trade value of either gets chopped by 80% because the whole league knows you've got to move on from one of them. If, the, if you're going to pick up the option, the only time you can trade either one of them and have real value is this offseason. And Rogers' comments right there makes it seem like he thinks there's a possibility that that is going to happen. That's why Lions are going to win. Uh, Aaron's old favorite receiver, Devontae Adams, said he, quote, absolutely wants to return to Vegas and would prefer some input on who's throwing him the ball. Take a listen. Do you want to come back and be a Raider again next year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I, I came here. You know, I wouldn't have been here or ended up here um, originally probably, you know, if Derek wasn't here. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I won't be here, you know, in, in the event that he's not here. Um, he's my, that's, that's my boy. Obviously, I got his back through anything. I think I've made that more than clear at this point, and, and I support him and support everything that he has, um, you know, moving forward as well. But... Um, you know, my, my dream was to play for this team before he was a Raider, obviously. And at this point, I want to, you know, obviously try to make this thing work. Okay. Uh, here are the notable free agent quarterbacks. I mean, there's, Lamar is probably going to get a franchise tag. But, Brew, out of these guys. Good for Mike White making that. I right? threw him on there. <laughs> I mean, good for White. That is a, wow. I got to be honest, Wild. That is not a very inspiring. I threw Mike. People like Mike White. Not just Mike White, Sam Darnold. Nick's guy, Baker. I know Nick thinks you now he's a yeah. pro Baker's bowler in the, in the making, but uh, right, so who do you want to be the Raiders quarterback? If I'm Devontae, and look, I, credit to Devontae for being a professional. You saw him last week with Jared Stim. Like, obviously, he played a great game. He he didn't harbor any you know personal feelings because his guy wasn't quarterbacking. And he's from Northern California. He wants to play for the Raiders, even though you know now they're in Vegas, but. I, if I'm Devontae, if I'm the Raiders too, I'm thinking I want to get this guy a quarterback he's going to feel good about. He's losing Derek Carr, mm-hmm. and the guy, I, that list or whatever, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is who the Raiders should go after. Obviously, you got a great receiver. They, they need to bring back Josh Jacobs to be a free agent, but he comes back. You got a great running game. And the defense that I think has the pieces to improve. A great tight end. And then Josh McDaniel. Yeah. Like, the connection, obviously, Brady McDaniel. So I think that's the landing spot, the the good one for Brady, Coach. He's he's going to be forty six years old, and it's not a long term solution. Right. And it, it could be, it, you know, maybe it's a band aid. I, I think Jared the javelin has a real, your wow. your guy has a real chance of being the 
the quarterback there in the future. And I know wow. you want Devontae to feel good about whoever's there, but Josh McDaniels needs to feel good about whoever's there because he just made a significant organizational decision to move on from a guy that was pretty good. Can I? Do you think if the Raiders should consult with Devontae Adams about their quarterback decision? In, in what context? Like, like for the draft? For free agency? Free agency. Is he going to come in and evaluate his mechanics, how he how he deals with protections? Maybe. As, what if he is? is? What if he is? Okay. <laughs> the guys at PFF no. can do hey, it. Why can't Devontae Adams? Cliff Kingsbury did a, a year kind of internship with us when we were in New England when he was the quarterback. So, if oh, Devontae so you guys are to blame. If Devontae oh, I, would, I wouldn't be claiming that one, Coach. I, I'm claiming. I'm just saying that's what happened. He huh? did become a head coach. So, look, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying in this, in this situation, if he wants to be an intern in the personnel department in the offseason and work on quarterbacks, great. Here's what I would I'm do. with Coach doing that. I, I ask him, hey, what do you think about We're looking at this guy. What do you think? Keep him in the loop. But keep him in the loop. I, but think, nothing you, deeper yeah, than I think you have to at least pay lip service to the idea that his input is valued and important okay. and is, he is going to have a voice even if it's a non-voting voice. I think that he, he is a critically important player in your franchise that is about to be the highest paid player in the franchise now that car's out that you gave up a lot for and he's still a super high performer and his production is obviously directly tied to the quarterback's production who previously was his college friend. Well, I good. think you've got to do it delicately is my point. You know who's the best quarterback on this list? He's not on the list. I know his production was pretty good yeah. last week, wasn't it? He's, uh, you're gonna, but he's gonna, I like Derek Carr. He's gonna Derek, Derek Carr, Carr is better than everybody. Yeah. And guess what? I did a little research. Has a great connection with Devontae Adams. <laughs> Devontae Adams, love him. Uh, well, Lamar is ready for the playoffs. <laughs> Next, first things first. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Big question for the Ravens. Hey, the America's team, the Patriots. Uh, when is Lamar coming back? No one seems to know. And John Harbaugh's not giving us any clues. You didn't see Lamar out there again today. Uh, do you expect him to be ready for the postseason? You know, I'm just probably going to leave all that stuff alone. You know, I'm going to focus on the game and uh, uh, just get ready to, to coach our guys and have our guys get ready to play the game. Okay, are we talking about a random offensive lineman? Or are we talking about the face of the franchise? <laughs> Not great. What was your reaction? I think this is like incredibly complex, or at least nuanced, I should say. Yes. Okay. I don't blame the Ravens for being hesitant to give Lamar Jackson a contract better than the one Deshaun Watson got, or at least equivalent, which is what he wants. If I were running the Ravens, I would have real concerns about giving that type of contract sorry, I'll be the one to invoke his name today, to basically any quarterback in the league other than Mahomes. And I, but I, I, and I would give it to Burrow, but I would even with that, I'd be a little squeamish. Like there's, and Josh Allen, I, I'd do it, and he got one similar, but I'd be a little nervous. And Lamar is, has not, to me, proven what those guys have. I know he won the league MVP, yep. but he also, to me, is an injury risk that is unique, and there are a lot of intricacies of the game. I don't blame Lamar, though, for saying, that's what I want. 
I'm next man up. I have won an MVP. I've been to the playoffs. And as you're seeing once again, you can't survive without me. Right. And so now we're at an impasse where the team can't survive without him, but doesn't want to commit themselves to him for the next half decade. And he understandably is like, okay, I have, let me check, zero, I don't know why I looked at my watch, but zero dollars <laughs> guaranteed over the next five years. So I am going to make sure I am as healthy as can be before I play. And if that doesn't come by the time the playoffs start, so I don't know what to tell you. So, like, I don't blame him, but I also don't blame them. But what I know is this. It's going to cost them their season. They can't compete without right. Lamar in Absolutely. the playoffs, and we're seeing it every week. Yeah, it's not a very encouraging press conference. And, and when you hear head coaches talk about players that are hurt, especially the quarterback, it's they're working as hard as they can. They're doing everything they, you know, they can do to be on the field. They're great in the classroom. And this is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to coach our guys. And it's about as... as Cutting? Yeah, uh, yeah, without being cutting as, as you possibly can be. And to your point, Nick, it's, it's difficult from Lamar's perspective where they want him to run an offense that inherently puts you at risk, and he's good at, and, and he makes go, but then you don't want to necessarily commit the money to him to be the long-term solution. So he, he's in a bind from that perspective. The organization, they don't want to commit to him because of the, the injury issue, but there's been a contract like that already. Right. And so Lamar's not asking for something new. He's asking for something that's existing in the market currently, and they're going to have to try to figure out whether or not they want to be part of that. And, and here's the other thing. is Each year it goes up. The price goes up. His price isn't going to go down. Well, it's interesting, too. In, in, in truth, though, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, at that point, you know, people thought he was good. Um, they got lesser contracts than Watson did. Yes. Okay. Um, but the, I think the owner, Steve Bashadi is just in principle, like philosophically against, he's, I, I think he even said it, okay. against giving a fully guaranteed deal. All right, so I think that's a big problem. But there's an, you, you painted a great picture of both sides. The answer is simple, franchise tag. You're committed to one year, and if it in, in the future you have to end up paying why, more. Why wouldn't Lamar just sit out? Correct. Well, if he does or, that, or, then... But hold on, but here's the problem with the franchise tag. If next November he gets dinged, you're in this exact same position because there's no money guaranteed after the year. And I don't think... Coach, how many players are fully healthy by the end of the season? Nobody. Okay. No, so every, you're saying on his healthy. part, that's a what negative I'm, or on their part? On, on, on the week. Ravens' part, I'm saying that you are... Uh, you are setting yourself up to step on this rake again. That if you are, you need Lamar to be able to play through stuff. You need him to. And I'm not saying right now he's dogging it. I'm not saying that at all. He has a PCL injury. What I'm saying is, it, I think you are the Ravens last year, the number one seed temporarily. Then Lamar got hurt. They missed the playoffs. Right. This year they were leading the division all year, and then Lamar got hurt, and now it looks like they're going to be one and done. I. I would be I, – if they don't want to give him a long-term deal, they should trade him. Okay. Oh, no. Just pay him. I mean, I know you're him. saying it's complex. Here's They're starting idea. over. They trade him. Just pay Lamar Jackson. Hey, oh, I'm guess what? That. We're back in the playoffs. We're Super Bowl contenders. <laughs> right now, you guys are losing games. Worst, can't score points. Uh, Robert Sala on Zach Wilson. This is I just can't stand this You story. should just do this whole thing. I Robert. can't stand this story. Right, you do the read and then ask yourself <laughs> the Jets the are committed to getting the best out of Zach Wilson. Please. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Through hell or high water. Here's what read Jets coach book. 
Thanks, Bob Solis. Call him Bob. Drive me That'll nuts. stick it. With Zach, uh, communication's constant. Um, again, we're not wavering. We, we believe in the young man. And, uh, and the biggest thing for Zach is it's not his talent. Um, we want to make sure that we reconnect with Zach and regain his confidence and uh, regain his confidence in uh, himself and us and us and him, just all of us. I think the greatest strength and greatest gift you can give yourself as a human is to figure out what's important to you. What do you value and, uh, and how can you stick to those values day in and day out? That is the greatest gift you can give yourself is to discover yourself. And, um, and I think Zach needs to get away, read a book and figure that out. Hey, Kevin Wilds, how do you think of the Jets are handling your guy, Zach Wilson? Okay. I mean, (laughs) what did you say, Brew? The book is the playbook. (laughs) So, Brew is anti-Zach Wilson. No, I'm not. I got an answer. No, Wilds needs to Uh, go. Go ahead ahead and Here's my Here's my bending. If you're going to tell me that confidence is an important part of Zach Wilson's success, then don't go out of your way to destroy the kid's confidence and embarrass him on national television by putting in Mike Strebler and his arm sleeve of tattoos running around so you could score zero touchdowns and have poor Zach Wilson on the sideline in his helmet waiting to go back in the game. They've crushed his confidence. And guess what? Telling somebody, go read a book. (laughs) Just generally like, I'm going to build you up. You know what you need to do? Go read a book. (laughs) Go discover yourself. They've done a terrible job developing him, and they deserve as much blame as Zach Wilson does for the failure of the number two pick in the draft. Yeah, I don't know if they deserve as much blame. It, 45. It, they may have just picked the wrong guy, and this, this may be one, a situation that, that they have to move on. I, w- I would think that now that they aren't playing for anything, this would be a good week to play him. Oh, no, don't even dress him. He's going to be at the yeah, library. He's going to be an actor. Yeah, that's, th- this would actually be a good week to play him because there, there is nothing at, at risk. So why not play him? I, I don't know. I, I, I would probably play him this week and see where he is. And in terms of identifying your values, I'm curious what values he feels Zach doesn't yeah, have needs. that he needs to go find yeah, like through, through literature. Yeah. And I'd say the best thing that, that Gino could do, <laughs> is, or the best thing that, that Zach could do, is, is reach out to a guy like Gino. I Smith think those, yeah. And call him up, go spend some time with him in the offseason, and, and try to understand his journey because he's a great example of what can happen, and he, he was in a, that exact same environment. Well, that that's, would be my personal advice to him. Now, look, and Gino's a great example of why, look, I'm not saying Zach Wilson's ever going to be a, a very good quarterback, but it, I don't think you give up on him. Right. I think you keep him on the roster because you can't trade him. They're I don't trading. think you, you just keep cut him. him. They're why trading not? him. And guys, they're saying all this. For it? Someone will give you a conditional six-rounder. If it's not a first-round pick, great. look, Gino is a great example. Now, granted, it took eight years, I but Gino, Gino was bad like this early in his career, and it's too. You can't give up on a kid after two you years. Can. Even if I go get Derek Carr, which would be my number one priority from the Jets. He can sit behind him just, and learn. They're just saying this because they're trying to prop up some value because they're trading him. He's traded, guys. He's yeah. traded. He was traded the moment this, this Chris Strebler thing happened. He's traded. Okay. He's done. If I'm Zach Wilson, York, guess what? I'm taking my scooters back. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> scooters aren't scooters. cheap. Those scooters are not cheap. Uh, do the Lakers need to make a move? We discussed oh. that. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. 
When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Lakers win their third in a row. Dennis Schroeder at 32 points. LeBron had zero. He sat out. So did AD. What? That's the fact. What do you want me to do? Lie? Okay, I'll redo Just it. Well, LeBron had 25 points. No, How many points he's mad because mad. the viewer thinks, oh, his average is coming. No, I'm you mad because he's wild to so take shots. What did I say, bro? Wild. LeBron what, sat out of the game. Can I ask a question? What The... What is it like? Brevity is the sign of wit, or something. Yeah, I'm that's sure. what it is. Can you imagine <laughs> blowing that? Could you imagine <laughs> trying to quote it and getting it wrong? <laughs> I apologize. Brevity is the soul of wit. Soul of wit. Yeah. Thank you. Can't you just say LeBron sat out? I said LeBron didn't have any points because he sat okay. out. Okay. All right. Thank you. Go ahead. What's the question? Well, it's long now. Okay, this was another video. Optimistically, the Lakers are one game out of the play-in. Yeah. Pessimistically. Glass half empty, if you will. Yeah. They won one more game than the Thunder, who we rarely talk about winning the championship or making a move. <laughs> so should Palinka make a move so the Lakers can contend? Obviously. <laughs> okay. I think Brew agrees. I think the, the, if going into the year we had said Anthony Davis was going to have his best season as a Laker, from production standpoint, by far. Yeah. And LeBron, do we have, I'm not sure if we have the full screen or not. You guys are telling me my ear. Uh, and look, I'm going to show you LeBron, what he's doing this year. It's a blind reveal. We can show it to you right now. I'm going to give you guys a hint. LeBron this year is on the left. Any guesses who that is on the right? LeBron. Yeah. Different year. LeBron, his second year with the Heat when they won the title. Yeah, pretty good. Also known as peak LeBron James. Yeah. Right. Now that... Years LeBron was defensive player of the year caliber. This year's LeBron obviously is not. But if going into the season we said AD was going to be the best he's been, LeBron was going to look like he did 10 years ago. Yeah, pretty good. Um, can we can we maybe sacrifice the 2029 first to get the team better? Oh, and by the way, bonus points. The Warriors are not running away with it. No one's running away with it. And the teams at the top of the conference have no championship pedigree whatsoever. The Suns are in free fall. The Warriors are mediocre. And the idea that you won't do it because you've decided the new Lakers 6.0 are going to be built <laughs> through the draft like the Thunder is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. And okay. it's an insult to one of the greatest players, I'll say one of so we don't have to argue about it, who's ever played the game. Okay. I'm with you philosophically. If I can get a Zach Levine, I, the picks is ridiculous. The 2027, 2029 picks. Who knows what will be happening in the NBA at that point? Correct. So I'm totally – and most first-round picks are, don't pan out anyway. Yes. Even lottery picks. So yeah. we're, we're not you're the probably not going to be You're going to be able picks. to sign right. free agents. So if they can get a Zach Levine, if Chicago blows it up, sure. Kyle Kuzma even. Sure, Bogdan Bogdanovich. You know the like, guy I've been talking. Yeah, yeah. Detroit. I mean, okay, but th they were nine and five since like November, mid-November. They've been nine and five when AD was healthy. AD, the AD's health is the problem, and I know they need shooting. They absolutely need shooting, but Russell Westbrook off the bench. 
That's pretty good. It works. Dennis Schroeder is a pretty good player. Fine. Thomas Bryant is playing like he's Thomas really Bryant a good role player. Deserves credit. Right, he's right. Well. Lonnie Walker is yeah. has actually had a pretty decent okay. season. But like, here's what I want to say. And and you know I love LeBron. I was the LeBron media guy until it. Nick came along and suspended all objectivity and just you know became <laughs> Mr. LeBron. Facts. But Facts. I have never. And and it ain't even LeBron anymore. Like, this is just taking on a life of its own. I've never in my years of covering or watching the NBA ever seen a player that we – it's a constant talk of we got to get him help to help him win. Like, it's LeBron's birthright to con- have a ready-made championship contender. What? Out of Jordan and Chicago L- first year. Let me ask year. you a question. Durant in Oklahoma City. Hold on. David like, uh, Robinson in San Antonio. I've that's, never heard so much gr- talk about what? we got to make a move. Hold we got to get everybody, not just Wait the team. Second. What other all-time great player has dealt with this level, except for the four years in Miami, of franchise mismanagement? Jordan dealt with it briefly. Then they got Phil Jackson, Scottie Pippen. Magic was drafted. They got the a season. championship a few years I ago. Understand. And since then, everyone's been a, been asleep. Or, or So hold on, wait, honestly. In Cleveland the first time, in Cleveland the second time, the year they could have traded Kyrie for Paul George or not traded him. And instead they're like, no, we need draft picks that turned into Colin Sexton, who's currently on the Jazz. What other all-time great has been done wrong by his management? Uh, at this level consistently. Jordan retired the first, second time from Chicago after another three-peat because he didn't like the management. Exactly right. Totally agree. Jordan dealt with what LeBron's had to deal with three times there was and no, left the sport. There was He's no like, I can't deal with it. I'm done. No, here's the thing. LeBron is playing, as you and I agree, at a top 10 player level. Yes. Anthony Davis playing at an MVP level. Yes. I just named a bunch of good role players. If you're, do, if you're that good, still let the numbers suggest, go win. That's you fine. said it. The West ain't that good That's right fine. now. But it's the, open. Go win because you got Anthony correct Davis. And go. But the thing is, as we all know, winning the West, there's nothing for LeBron in anyone's eyes but mine. That's just another finals loss. If you get to the West with this team and the Bucks wash you or your Nets wash well, you, whoever. Well, if they win the West, so, you got to think they got a shot. But So make your team better. Make your I, team I agree, better, you but I'm just saying with. the hand wringing over. Can we get LeBron? But, but, but you, but you agree the roster's before. been mismanaged. That, that, that is again the, the the reason people when he was in Miami, people were not God dog it, get him more help. When he was not in Miami, because no. he had Dwayne Wade and Chris exactly Bosch. because just Ariel like Bird did, right? Just, right. just I mean, like Bird did, and just like Magic did, and just like Michael did, he had Hall of Famers with him. On with him. And it was in Cleveland in the beginning. No one was like getting more help. The year Kyrie left, people were like that. And right now, when Austin Reeves is most valuable Laker of the... two Hall of Famers. The, you play the, with three. There's three Hall of Famers stop. on the team. What? There's three, three top Hall- 75 players. Okay. There One is. still in his Anthony Davis. No, Anthony Davis. And, and is I can't great. blame Anthony him for getting hurt. But I'm just I'm saying, saying, I'm saying I'm and Westbrook's playing well but off the calling bench. Calling Westbrook uh, like he's, well, still he's a playing great well player. off the bench, though. I understand, but he's the, the what made him a Hall of Famer is not how he's playing now. Nice. Well, tell me we have to break. Sorry for yelling. You like that segment? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I liked it. Sorry it was good. Uh, Bud list coming up next. Some motivation. You need some positivity. In that, that. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's 4 o'clock on a Thursday, and you might be a little bit, you know, under the weather. Maybe you got the blues. Maybe you need a little bit of inspiration and motivation. Well, you came to the right place because today is Bud List Day. And don't forget, 
We're having a post-holiday sale. You can get the Bud List home game, 20% off. Go to firstthingsfirst.com, order yours today. Drew, take it away. We were first playing the first game during the holidays. You guys love it? Yeah, all night long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get to it. Number three, Wilds, you like this one, Mac Jones. All right. Yeah. I think we can all agree it's been a down season for Mac. A little disappointing. 11 touchdowns, eight interceptions, not great numbers. Outplayed for a stretch by Bailey Zappi. And I'm going to take you guys behind the curtain here at First Things First. Even Kevin Wilds began to have his doubts. He won't admit it, but privately about the <laughs> baby goat. All right. So here's the thing. With all of that, if Matt Jones can go into Buffalo this weekend and get New England a victory, getting them into the playoffs, he will, for all the criticism of him, he will have led the Patriots to two playoff appearances in his two seasons. I think people would look at that as a positive, and they would say, you know what? It was tough on him this year because we had a defensive guy being the offensive coordinator. So with the right offensive coordinator, Mac is still our guy. On the other hand, if they lose, New England might, and don't make the playoffs, New England might be in the QB business this offseason. Plus, I'm going to throw this out to Nick Wright. Little, little, little shout out to Nick Wright. This was the place, Nick where he only threw three times last year in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. And you have a good theory that that is where it began to go downhill for him. That's correct. A little shout out there. Get that out of your mind, Zach. You can do it. Or Mac, you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking of Zach. All right, at number two, this is a shout out to my man Nick, Trevor Lawrence. All right, I like Trevor Lawrence. All right, I don't get googly-eyed when I see him like some people on this set, but I do like him, and I don't like him being crowned before his time by my man Nick Wright. Let's let it play out, okay? But he's led him to four straight wins. Great job. Six wins in his last eight games. Great job. But you got to finish the deal, all right? This weekend, you got Tennessee, which is in free fall, has lost six straight games. You got them at home. They're starting their third-string quarterback, Joshua Dobbs, no reason for you not to win. No excuse for you not to win and lead Jacksonville into the playoffs. So you got to go ahead and get it done, Trevor. I, I think you can do it. I got to be honest. If you don't, I'm not going to be that mad because the shows will be fun. But still, I believe you can get it done. All right, at number one, my man, Aaron Rodgers. All right, now look, he's making me look good. Because in the preseason, I picked the Packers to, go to reach the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh. No, reach the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. He's keeping hope alive, so I credit you, Aaron. But here's the – and I said this, guys. I didn't like the victory lap after they won last week. True. You haven't finished the deal. You haven't finished the job, and Detroit is a legitimate team. Now, you got them at home. You got them in Lambeau. Your defense is playing well. Your running backs are playing well. It's on you, Aaron. And there are even whispers from smart football people that Detroit should make Aaron Rodgers beat him. I like that. Wow. All right, it's on you, Aaron. I think he gets it done. But uh, the pressure is on. He is (laughs) under duress. And, Aaron, I believe in you. (laughs) 
Excellent. There it is. Chris, that, that, was, that was an outstanding bud list. I love it. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach. It was really well done. I, I love the Mac Jones working on the handshake for 45 minutes in the B-roll. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, they got the handshakes down at oh, practice. It's leadership, Coach. It it's it team is. camaraderie. Yeah, the 45-minute handshake. That was awesome. <laughs> love, that, love that clip. I, I'm going to add someone to, to this list that I, that I think could, could be really significant this weekend, and that's Derrick Henry. Oh. That's Derrick Henry. And, and when you think about where Tennessee is and what their only chance is, it's if Derrick Henry plays well. And if you, we get a couple clips from last game. When you go back to his last game against Jacksonville, he had, he had an incredible first half. He had 119 yards. He averaged 7.1 yards a carry and, and had big plays. And he had been struggling the four games before. The problem is he had a terrible second half. He only got two yards in the second half. In the game, he had a couple of fumbles. But here's the good news. Okay, it was his birthday this week, and all he wants for his birthday is a dub. He said that. <laughs> he just wants a dub. Okay, so that's what's good. good. Coach. He's been working on his, his fumble and his ball security at practice. Talked about that a lot, so I'm, I'm really encouraged about that as well. And, and I think, Nick, at the end of the day, he's the king. Oh, ooh, okay, so can I get some little... music? Can I get oh, some music? Wow. Oh, Do we have my dad? Have... Oh, look at this! <laughs> the king always... Trump's the prince. Oh, yeah, I like it. So, I like it. I, 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 I didn't have enough cachet to be able to get the Bugle Boys back in here <laughs> to play for the king. The Bugle Boys. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, that's, that's unique to Nick. But the Bugle Boys will be playing again this weekend for the king. Wow. It's pretty I good. love it. I, I, I got nothing to add, Coach. Okay. That was well, great. Listen, I, I'm going to add my person to the bud list in a moment. But first, for folks out there that care at all about history, how many instances do I need to show you of a prince overthrowing the king oh. so he can sit the throne? That's in that's in fantasy worlds. It's also all throughout Europe and my here occasionally in Jacksonville, Florida okay. over the weekend, <laughs> final weekend of the playoffs. All right, here we go. Just not this um, yeah. speed. OK, we'll see. Uh, First of all, obviously Trevor Lawrence should not be on the bud list. This is his rookie season. He's going to win the oh, AFC. Stop. Oh, Second season. This is Matt's already been much in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. okay. All right, guys. Guys, obviously it's ridiculous for me on the list, but it's fine. He wins championships every level he goes. AFC South is no okay. different. I'm going to put Tyree Kill on the bud list. Oh, like this. Tyree Kill right now has lost eight games this year. If they lose this weekend, it'll be nine. Tyree Kill lost nine games his final three years with the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the fewest touchdown catches Tyree Kill has had in a season since Alex Smith was his quarterback. Mm. It's not exactly going exactly how Tyree Kill said it would. Let's see how Tyree Kill said it would go. We have some headlines for you. Oh, He's got the most accurate quarterback in the league. Okay, maybe. I mean, he played well when Dua was there. Uh, He won it out of Kansas City because he didn't have enough targets. And then my favorite one, give me the last one, Uh, comparable to the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. Well, right now they're in a win and might get in scenario, which is not where you want to be after eight and three. He's the best player on the team. They are playing a Jets team that cannot score points. So I am hoping to inspire one of my favorite football players ever to put on a show, to as, you know, the video game Greg Jennings once did, Put the team on his back, though, okay. and win the game for the Miami Dolphins. Tyreek, oddly, I think we all thought this year, Brew, he would be used in the running game a lot. 
He has, I think, 31 rushing yards this season. That is not how they've used him. I think through, from one way or another, Tyree Kill's imprint needs to be felt on this game. It's also noteworthy this year his cap hit is $6 million. Next year it is $31 million. So this is the time to make hay in Miami. And if they win this game and the Patriots lose, they're in. And then maybe Tua comes back or Teddy's healthier and they could potentially be a somewhat scary playoff team. But Tyree Kill's got to step up. Gotta be honest, felt more like an indictment. <laughs> I, I mean, Arden, you threw in the little line about one of my favorite players ever, yeah. but that Lo- felt like an indictment, less. Coach. Love yeah. me less, man. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite guys. Wow. I'm mad at him for getting yeah, yeah. the whole thing. It was dark, Nick. On yeah. the bud list game, there are two columns. One says inspiration, one says indictment. Yeah. What, there's a check mark in one of the indictment columns. Yeah. So occasionally it's an indictment. Never played the game, you can tell. Clearly. <laughs> 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 Doesn't have a copy. Uh, no. We're okay. having a marathon at the house this weekend. Come on, come uh, on. All right, I'm going to add. Uh, Patrick Mahomes to the bud this list, is... but not as an indictment wow. because I actually wow. believe in you, Patrick Mahomes, and I was also promised something by Mr. Consistency. Take a listen. A little birdie in my ear has told me the behind-the-back pass, not for 30 yards, but more likely at the goal line, uh, is going to make an appearance in a football game this year. Ooh, I'm still waiting. So this is our last time for it to happen. He's thrown 622 passes in front of his back, zero behind his back. We saw a lot of it in the in practice. We didn't see any in the preseason. We saw a lot of it in practice to give us a lot of good content. And I was like, ah, maybe it's just a jokey thing. But then you promised, and I'm sorry, it's like take every. I don't want to stop calling you Mr. Consistency. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you promised me, and it hasn't happened. So Ooh. I'm putting him on the butt list because I know I need to see it this week against the hapless Raiders. Yeah. Stay tuned. Oh, Mid- Mr. Consistency. Mid-third quarter. Oh, wow. Stay okay. Tuned. Right before, right it's before. It's now a prop I don't think he's Right, right. I, I don't think, the plan is for him not to have to play the fourth. So mid-third quarter. Here's what I can't promise. Okay. I I, and I hope I don't lose the Mr. Consistency. No, never. I was only kidding. I, I can't promise it. it'll be at the goal line for a touchdown, but mid-third quarter. Got be on the lookout, America. Gosh, wow. See, Patrick, I believe I you. think Nick should be on the bud list. For what? You're saying mid-third quarter we're going to see a behind-the-back pass. I, 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 I think whoever's leaking information to Nick from Kansas City should right. be on the bud list. <laughs> oh. Guys, wow. just, just watch the game. Okay. I will watch. I'll, yeah, I'm so, bated breath. Uh, Kyrie getting the max. Are Not a cruise in charge. Mind. Or maybe you are getting the max. Yeah, who knows? I'll leave this audience guessing. Uh, Nets had their 12-game winning streak snapped in Chicago last night. Oh. Kyrie had 25. Might be on his way to getting a max contract, too. Headline in the New York Post. Kyrie making the case for the Nets to consider giving him a max contract. Bru, do you like this idea? No. As much as I love Kyrie, the only way, if I'm the Nets, the Mm -hmm. only way I consider giving him a full match, which four years, $198 million, is if we win the championship this year. Because then, even if you're like, even if he does have some shenanigans going forward, we got a ring. The first in the Brooklyn Nets history, or even the Nets franchise since they've been in the NBA. So that would be so big. Kyrie obviously played a huge part. I considered that. But getting to the finals, no. Getting to the finals, getting to the Eastern Conference finals, and he's still, you know, no issues. He plays great. 
I would like to do this if I'm the Nets. Two years fully guaranteed at the max, third-year option for the team. That's what I want to do. And I don't know, Nick, that they're going to have much competition. Here are the teams with with cap room this summer. Houston, Charlotte, Detroit, Indiana, Oklahoma City, Orlando. None of them are going to need Kyrie. The Lakers, Lakers. now obviously LeBron will want to give him the max. I don't know what they decide to do. And I, I do think other teams will look at Kyrie, even if he's a Boy Scout the rest of the season. Oh, of course. You got to be like, <laughs> contract year, we give yes. him four years. Is, what in the world is he going to do? And by, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Even if they won the title, you would still be squeamish about giving them the max. Yes, no you doubt. would just do Absolutely. it like, oh, we won the title. Right. I, I get, I'll give it to you. But you wouldn't love it. No. You wouldn't be, no. you wouldn't be great be squeamish. about it. Yes. Guys. Seven weeks ago, okay, on this show, this was said by huge Kyrie Irving fan Chris Broussard. I think he's untradeable, guys. And I agreed with you. And by the way, this is not me disagreeing with you right now. My point is the biggest Kyrie fans less than two months ago were like, oh, boy, if he gets released, is his career over? Real talk. Honestly. And folks get so hypnotized by the bag and the hezy jimbo that we are now let we have all had kids grounded for longer than Kyrie's been on good behavior, or at least as kids were ourselves. And we're like, 200 million, maybe. Or at least folks are, the report is that they should, he's making case for it. This would be a categorical mistake. You can't, listen, Kyrie is a, at times, brilliant offensive basketball player. I still haven't seen him contribute to winning in any environment, not alongside LeBron James. But, I mean, they, a they championship, did win 12 in a row. Winning a championship. I have not, okay, let me rephrase it. I have not seen Kyrie Irving have a single noteworthy postseason moment. Not alongside LeBron James. Not one. I mean, one great game in round one, I think, his first year with Boston. Second year with Even Boston. last year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They lost. The well, they lost, sweep, though. Close sweep. Yeah, but they, with it, the first game, he was great. The Remember game that. he flipped yeah, off yeah. the fans multiple right. times and was like, why does everybody hate me? <laughs> uh, and so, yeah. I Okay, so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If they win the title. Sure. What do you offer Oh, I Kyrie? agree with okay, you. I agree, agree with you that? that he would get the max if they win the Conference title. Conference finals. No, I like, I, but what are you offering? I mean, if it, okay, I get not offering them the full I max would, four I would, years, but what? Kyrie Irving would be on a year-to-year basis. But what if he doesn't want that? You, if, well, if I'm Kyrie, you offer the me question, two years. I'm like, nah. Okay, then I, don't I think it. you're Brooklyn. So what are you Kevin saying? Durant, you can fill. You can fill it in. Well, and they won't you, have the room. They won't have the cap room to go replace him. But you got to keep him. Or you could do a sign and trade if a team really wants him. You can do that. If go, another team's willing to give him two years, well, I'm not if talking no about no one else wants to give him a contract, then you probably shouldn't. If, if, if you're the only team that would give him money. I, the, I'm with you on the max. I, but two years? Guys, I think – can I – go ahead, Wild. No, go ahead. No, I, I think this is the definition of we're putting the cart before the horse. Fair, I think early. the idea that Kyrie is going to spend six weeks of being on his best behavior – to six months of best behavior and best basketball that we've seen in six years. Well, his basketball, I, do you have a, I don't have any question about his basketball. 
Not right now. You have now. a question of whether he can play this way the whole season? Of course. Really? I have a question about if he can stay healthy. I have a question about if he can commit defensively. I have a question about if this level of offensive efficiency is going to keep up. Oh, he can do this. Up. I mean, he may drop a little bro, efficiency. He wise. hasn't, bro. This is the best he has played since he was a calf. We, it's been a half decade. Kyrie's since problem seen it. has never been his on the court. Well, it's play. been hard for it's him been to stay injuries. on the court. But injuries, it's been injuries. It's been off the court factors. Can I just ask questions? Even locker room stuff. Never on the court. But why? Why would we, Kyrie, whose injury history is not much better than Anthony Davis's, why would we act like? That it's unfair to say that's one of my huge concerns. Why? I don't understand. No, I, the injury, I'm the not, injury stuff with him is hot, very significant. Very significant in a way that we can't slough off. And obviously, the unpredictability has been one of the only predictable things about it. So, I, the, I mean, I think this, this offseason, I don't think there's going to be any team offering him more than a one-year deal. Because really? Really? Because I think something else is coming. Another because team, something else I, I is think that's fair. Coming. But the Nets, I, I could go to. Right, talking Warriors next. First things first. Medal's time. <laughs> Hornets, Grizzlies, LaMelo. That was painful. Pass of the night. 23 points, 12 assists for LaMelo. Not enough to make the medal stand because I'll make a call right here. Hornets have won 10 games. They don't deserve to be on the medal stand. That's correct. And real quick before I get to the medal stand, what has happened with Wilds has happened to every parent out there, which is you make a promise to your kid about every night at bedtime, we're going to do X. <laughs> and then you realize bedtime is literally every day. And I'm and Wilds pot committed himself to a witty podcast read before he knew it was every single show. He lasted four and days. I also also. The viewers, subscribe to the pod. I've said it several times. Bronze medal. <laughs> Jalen Brunson. A couple more. Hey, bro, a few more performances like this, he'll make the pyramid. All right. 38, All right. 7, 6. Bronze is in trouble. And a win. I like Bronze <laughs> not be the first medal. Silver medal. It was a gold medal worthy performance, but they lost, and they lost to a bad team. Brooklyn's not going to win them all. I'm not killing them for the loss, but we don't like to give gold medals to teams that lose. KD, 44-4-5. and five. 44 points on 22 shots. And then the gold, Dennis Schroeder. Oh. Much like the bud list, my angry Lakers commentary is a source of inspiration. It's proven by Dennis Schroeder going off for his game of the year the same day that I criticized him. 32-4 and four in a win over the Heat. There's your medal standard last night in the NBA. How come? Why didn't Durant get the gold? They lost. We try not to give the gold medal to players on losing teams. But you're very loose with that rule. No, I'm not. Just check the check the. Try not to give it to uh, no. non-Lakers. No, that's yeah, exactly. no the Lakers. I, I don't honestly. That's other than Anthony. Uh, no, wrong. thirty-two. Yeah, wrong. other than Anthony Davis. No, no, no. I was a Laker. You're, no, defending champion Warriors. They lose to the now ten-win Pistons on this Sadiq Bay game winner. Warriors in ninth place. Or, if you want, Brew, five games out of first place. Brew, this loss to the Pistons, something or nothing? Wilds. Yeah? I'm crestfallen. Really? Why? I, I, I thought they were going to go 44-0 the rest of the season. <laughs> this guy. I, I, I Brew, thought they, they were the going to run the table through January, February, March, and April. Home. And they're at home with the one Nick place they're good. wanted this question. Oh, did you see the Warriors lost to Detroit last <laughs> night? I, Nick, 
If, you yeah. know what? Yeah. Milwaukee's lost five of their last eight. Something or nothing. <laughs> Boston just gave up 150. Those teams are 500. Something and or three nothing. And 16 on the road. Those nothing. teams are good. It's nothing. Okay. It's the, nothing. The, no, the, the answer is nothing. You could think shake nothing too? No. 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 So why are we doing the question? That's no. You wanted to get up here and rant about me all day. In trouble. You're really irritating me. <laughs> the answer, but what I was saying is, it means nothing could shake Bruce Faith. Because they're a 500 team that is now 0-2 against the Pistons team. That against the rest of the league, the Pistons are, let me check, 9-30. The Pistons sure have the Warriors number. And do you know how competent all of Warriors Nation was? That this little winning streak at home, which now was snapped by the Pistons, was the turning point of their season? Did you guys get the notice I got? Oh, Another podcast you should subscribe oh. to. Oh! The Draymond Green Show. Back. Back with a vengeance. Oh, amazingly, the team was struggling. You're right, Draymond. He's punching You're teammates. Right. No, no updates. They get on a little mini winning streak. It's back. And then they lose to the Pistons. Brew. This is something. Of the whole We are halfway through the year. They're 500. They just, they just lost to the Pistons. Of Jordan Poole can't stop turning the ball over in the final minutes of games. Of course, it's something. Clay is back with the vengeance, yeah. and so are the Warriors. I think so are the Warriors. Mark it down. I'm with Pistons. you, Draymond. Draymond, I believe in you. <laughs>